الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في العرضين I am in London and I'm not at home so I don't have you know lots of facilities here so I'm sorry if the light is not enough uh, what I wanted to share with you is reflection on some hadith from Usul Kafi about Dua in the second volume of Usul Kafi uh, there is a section on Dua and the late Shaykh Kulaini has made this section into different chapters. Inshallah, as far as time permits and Allah gives us tawfiq, we go through these different chapters on Dua or supplication. So, Kitab dua the first is Bab Fadl dua about the merits of praying and the encouragement about praying the first hadith is from Zurara and Abi Ja'far from Imam Baghir قال إن الله عز وجل يقول إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخرين. You know that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the Quran, after encouraging to pray and saying "Oduuni astajib lakum," then He says, "Those who show arrogance with respect to My worship, they will go to hell while they are humiliated." So, after inviting to pray, he says those who show arrogance with respect to ibadah. So, it means that ibadah here is dua. To worship here refers to supplicate. So, Imam Baghir said, Qala huwa dua. This ibadah is dua. Wa'afdalul ibadah dua the best type of worship is prayer is to supplicate is to call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala قُلْتُ إِنَّ إِبْرَاهِيمَ لَأَوَّاهٌ حَلِيمٌ Zurara says I told Imam what about this verse Allah praising Ibrahim السلام, he says that he was Allah and he was Halim Halim is clear means patient but what about Allah Qala Imam السلام, said Al-Allah huwa da'a Allah means the one who prays a lot the one who is frequently praying and supplicating so from this hadith which is the first hadith of this chapter 
we understand that the best type of ibadah the best way of connecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to call him you may have a request to mention you may not have a request dua doesn't necessarily mean to have a request the fact that you call him this is dua if in addition to that you have also some requests you make your request also the second hadith is again from Imam Bagher alayhi salam here the narrator of hadith says قُلْتُ لَأَبِي جَعْفَرْ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ أَيُّ الْعِبَادَةِ أَفْضَلِ Which ibadah, which type of worship is the best? Which one is better? فَقَالَ مَا مِنْ شَيْءٍ أَفْضَلْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ مِنْ أَنْ يُسْأَلَ وَيُطْلَبَ Imam salam said there is nothing better in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than being asked than being requested from what is with him so if we want to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should ask him even we have in hadith that Allah said to Prophet Musa, ask me even about the salt of food. So everything that we need, we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, gradually I will explain more about the, some of the etiquettes of prayer. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only wouldn't mind if we ask him, indeed he loves us to go to him and request him for what we need. وَمَا أَحَدٌ أَبْغَضُ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ مِمَّنْ يَسْتَكْبِرُ عَنْ عِبَادَتِهِ وَلَا يُسْأَلُ وَلَا يَسْأَلُ مَا عِنْدَهِ And there is no one who is more disliked by Allah than the one who shows arrogance with respect to worshipping Allah which means he doesn't pray he doesn't ask Allah what Allah has to give so to pray to call upon Allah to ask for your needs and requests is very very important the third hadith in this chapter is from Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. Imam told a person called Muyassir ibn Abdul Aziz. Imam told Ya Muyassir. Imam mentioned him by his name and said, Udu'u. This is very important. Udu'u. Wala taqul inna al-amra qad furigha min. Pray and don't say it's already decided by Allah. You know, sometimes uh, we, uh, for example, have something to ask, but then we say, I shouldn't ask because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided about this. In His eternal knowledge, everything is known, everything is decided. Or, for example, you know, some people say, if Allah's decree, Allah's qaza and qadar, 
have belonged to this, so it is already decided. If it's, if not, so there is no need. So either it is too late or there is no need. But Imam Sadiq says, no, don't think like this. Don't be hesitant to pray to Allah for what you need. Don't say that this is something which is already decided and finished. There is a position close to Allah that you cannot reach except through dua, except by calling upon him and asking him. So if you want to reach that high position close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you should be one of those who pray. ولو أن عبدا سد فاه ولم يسأل لم يعط شيئا. Imam says if a servant of Allah, if a person closes his or her mouth, doesn't ask for anything, then he would not be given anything. It is true that sometimes you make your haja in your heart and you don't say it, but that must have a reason. For example, I don't want other people know about my hajjah. But if it's between me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's good to make your hajjah and even it is good to mention by your tongue because when you mention by your tongue, it shows the amount of significance that you attach to it. You know, if for example, your child comes to you and he wants something from you, you like to hear this from him. But if he wants something and comes and just, uh, you know, stands in front of you, then you feel it's a kind of arrogance. Then Imam Ali Salam said, Ya muyassir, innahu laysa min babin yuqra' illa yushiku an yuftaha li sahibih. Imam salam said, there is no door knocked unless it is likely to be opened. If you go to anyone's house and keep knocking the door, sooner or later it will be opened. And if you go to a generous person and knock his door, for sure he will be fast in opening the door for you. So if you go to Allah's house, if you go towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keep knocking on his door, it will finally be open for you. No matter what you have done in the past, no matter how much bad things you have done. If you go and knock his door and ask for forgiveness, ask for reconciliation, ask for restoration of the relation which you have damaged, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would welcome you indeed in a beautiful hadith qudsi allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says lo alam al-mudbirun kayfa ishtiyaqi bihim lamatu shawqan if those who have turned their back to me if they knew how much i am eager for them to return 
they would have died out of joy and eagerness so Allah is very much welcoming and very much eager to have us back the next hadith again from Imam Sadiq alayhi salam Imam said man lam yas'alillah azza wa jal min fadlihi faqad iftaqara the one who doesn't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his favor from his generosity from his grace then he has certainly become a needy person so the way to overcome poverty is to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the next hadith is from Imam Sadiq salam a person very well known narrator of hadith Hamad ibn Isa says Sami'tuhu yaqul I heard Imam saying Udu'u wala taqul qad furagha min al-amr Pray and don't say it's finished as we had in the hadith before Don't say it's finished Don't say it's already decided Don't say it is too late just the fact that you pray by itself is ibadah. What you are asking for is a second issue. You should not be hesitant to pray. Then in the next hadith, Saif At-Tamar, Tamar means the one who was selling dates like Maytham Tammar so Saif Tammar he says Sami'tu Abu Abdullah alayhi salam yaqul alaykum bid-du'a you must make sure that you never stop praying you must be frequently praying why fa'innakum la taqarrabun there is nothing by which you can seek closeness to Allah like prayer, like supplication, like dua. The best way to get closer to Allah is dua. Don't think that because some of the things are too little. I shouldn't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them. If you think that they are too little and you shouldn't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them, then in a sense it means that there are things that can happen without Allah's will, without Allah's support. While we know that everything, whether it is great or small in our eyes, everything should come from Him. We cannot say to Allah for the small things we don't need you. We only need you for the great things. No, we need him for everything. So, la tatruku sagiratan lesegareha and tadru beha. Don't leave small things because they are small. So, don't hesitate to call upon Allah for the small things. Why? Because in the sahib al-sagar, huwa sahib al-kibar. 
the one who is giving you the little things is the one who gives you great things so you have to use any opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes you have illness you ask for help sometimes you have I don't know issues at work you ask for help sometimes there are small things that you ask for help every time that we go to sleep we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to let us inshallah have a good sleep and then be able to wake up for every breathing we have to ask Allah for help for every step that we take we should ask Allah for help when you are driving you should ask Allah for help when you are eating drinking for anything we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help the one who has all the little things in his hand is the same person who has all the great things in his hand hadith number seven from this chapter Dua is the same ibadah, the same worship which is mentioned in this ayah as we explained in the first hadith. Udu'u Allah Azza wa Jal wala taqul inna al-amr qad furigha min. You see, Ahlul Bayt are giving the same message, whether it is Imam Baqir or Imam Sadiq, in different occasion, on different occasions, they are giving the same message. Keep praying and never think that it's too late. Qala Zurara. Zurara commented on this. He said, this means, La yamna'uka imanuka bil qadai wal qadar an tubaliga bil dua wa tajtahida fi. Your belief in qada and qadar must not stop you praying hard don't say because everything is coming through qaza and qadar so there is no point in praying no indeed qaza wa qadar are decided according to all the factors if you pray then qaza and qadar would be different from the time that you don't pray if you give sadaqah, qada and qadar can be changed. Inshallah later we will mention hadith that ad-du'a yaruddu al-qada alladhi ubrama ibrama. It is possible that if you pray, you change the situation which was going to happen if you had not prayed. Maybe someone is ill. He may die, but with prayer of himself and other people for him, then Qaza can change and his life can be extended. The next hadith is Imam Sadiq quoting Amirul Mu'mineen alayhi salam. This is the last hadith in this chapter. So this is the first chapter, as I said, in the section on dua. The last hadith, number eight. 
عن ابي عبد الله عليه السلام قال قال امير المؤمنين عليه السلام احب الاعمال الى الله عز وجل في الارض الدعاء the most beloved actions in the sight of Allah on the earth is to pray so whatever people can do on this planet can be put in a list everything that you can do top on the list would be dua none of our actions can stand next to dua of course the best type of dua is salat because salat is a kind of dua so then imam said and the best type of ibadah is modesty وَكَانَ أَمِيرُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ رَجُلًا دَعَاءً Amir al-Mu'minin himself was praying a lot. He was calling Allah a lot. Amir al-Mu'minin was not saying that I don't need to pray. I am already close to Allah. No, indeed, if they get closer to Allah, it was because of prayer and if they managed to keep that situation it was because of prayer so these are eight beautiful hadith about the significance of dua and encouragement for dua the next chapter is babu and the late shaykh kulayni says we want to mention hadith about the fact that prayer is the weapon of mu'min. We have a battle with shaitan, with iblis. We need some weapons. The best weapon that a mu'min can use against iblis is dua. And the sakuni and Abi Abdullah alayhi salam. Sakuni narrates from Imam Sadiq and Imam Sadiq says Qala Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wa Sallam Ad-du'a'u Silahu al-mu'min Wa'amudu al-deen Wa-nuru al-samawati wal-ard Very beautiful You know Rasulullah's hadith are very normally short but profound rasulullah himself said allah has given me words which are inclusive rasulullah's words are very packed brief but full of meanings dua is the weapon for mu'min a moment without dua cannot do anything. Wa'amudu din. Dua is the pillar 
You know, we have as-salat or amud din Why? Because salat is a type of dua. If someone has no prayer, no supplication, no connection with Allah, his faith would collapse because the pillar is taken away. The light of the skies and the earth. In the Quran, we have Allahu Nuru Samawati Wal Okay, how the light is coming from Allah to the skies and the earth? It is by calling Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Everything, not only human beings, everything in this world is glorifying Allah, is praising Allah is calling upon Allah, not by tongue necessarily. Everything has its own way of praying Allah. In the Quran, Allah says, Every type of bird knows how to pray. So, light is reflected to everything because they pray to Allah, because they invocate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dua is nuru samawati wal When it comes to human beings, of course Allah has given us freedom. We may pray, we may refuse. But other beings who are either like angels who pray all the time or like animals, birds, plants, non-living beings, they all the time are praying with their tongue of existence. Not with the tongue of mouth, the tongue of existence, they are praying and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, ad-du'a salahul mu'min wa amududdin Dua is the weapon of mu'min, is the pillar of the faith, and the light of the skies and the earth. So if we want to enlighten more ourselves, if we want to enlighten more our family, our community, our workplace, we should be more and more praying and calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think I stop here. If you have any questions, any comments, and then inshallah from next week we can continue. And if you have al kafi in your house, so you can also look at it. It is Kitabul Dua after Kitabul Iman wal Kufr, after the section or the book of faith and disbelief, we have Kitabul Dua. So if you have any question, any comment, please put forward. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى محمد
I wanted to ask you for the uh, etiquette that we have to go through to, to ask Allah for, for the us to come through. If there's a preparation, if um, I've heard different things, you know, and if, if even the Dua come out, you know, there's a whole part of the raising Allah first and then putting their. Do we have to follow these all the time, or can we just ask? What what makes it work come through, and you know? I'm not sure. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, there are many things that uh, we can observe and we should observe in order to make the chance of your du'a being accepted more probable. Indeed, inshallah, we will mention these things gradually according to this uh, book. Uh, for example, one of the things is to make sure that you pray all the time, not only when you are in trouble. It is emphasized in our hadith that you should pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the time of ease and difficulties. Another thing is that when you pray, it's good to first pay a sadaqah to give a charity. If there is no poor at the place that you are, put money aside for sadaqah and then pray. To start with salawat and end with salawat. To start with istighfar. Because there are some types of scenes which would stop our dua being answered. In dua kumel, as you mentioned, you know, dua kumel. So one of the things is there, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and taghfara zunubalati. So there are some types of scenes that block the prayer. The other thing is to mention your hajjah. Then there are certain times that if you pray in those times, the chance would go higher. There are blessed places that if you pray there, it would be more probable to be answered. If other people ask for you what you need, then it is very important. So in addition to me asking Allah for my hajjah, if someone else is praying for me, it would be very important. If your parents pray for you, it would be very likely to be answered. So there are many, many things. If you cry 
while you are praying. So there are many things that you can do to make the chance more and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then would answer to your dua. Well, thank you very much. You are welcome. Inshallah, Inshallah, and you know we we are soon approaching the birth anniversary of Imam Askari alayhi salam. So I take this opportunity to congratulate Imam Mahdi and all of you. Inshallah, it will be a blessed occasion for you and for the family and community. And we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to make the advent of Imam Zaman Inshallah as soon as possible and as quick as possible. And I ask Allah to give you tawfiq and inshallah's health. Please remember me your du'as. And I look forward to inshallah being with you next week inshallah from Qom. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay.